Welcome to Ario Walls. I think as Ario Walls, this is a platform where we speak both English and Hausa in collaboration. So the okay. Mountain, anyway, yeah, let's start from uh, from yourself. Tell us about yourself, what you do, and uh, yeah, tell us about who is Maruf and what what do you do. Well, well, before I say that, I'd like to ask this question first of all. Was it yeah. a deliberate move to actually have a Kanuri girl before me? A Fulani boy, or is it just a coincidence? <laughs> it's a coincidence. It's a coincidence. Mr. Tokinaji, it's no, it's not actually. Sense. It's not a coincidence, but we'll take it after the show, not now. Um, <laughs> I am Ahmad Maruf Mahmoud. I am from Adamawa State, Yola, uh, to be precise, which means I'm a Fulani boy. I I finished from Abuzaria Fine Arts, and then I went for mass communication for my next degree. Stop laughing. <laughs> no, well, I so I I am well. I started drawing at the age of four. As far as my mom told me, I started doodling at the age of three. So I do really like expressing myself a lot. So mm-hmm. that's where art came for me. I loved cartoons as a child. So I think the TV was my teacher. So I started drawing cartoons from foreign foreign cartoons until. I started realizing that it's high time I stopped copying and started doing mine. I write, of course, a budding writer. I haven't published any book yet, but I write. I do spoken word poetry. And of course, the YouTube channel came as a, a suggestion from my brother. And actually, it's what, I, what is keeping me going right now. So mm-hmm. I thank him, Abu Sufyan, if you're watching this. He advised me in 2017 to actually use my talent to do something. And since I like expressing myself, it was very smooth for me. So I think basically that's it. So I don't say too much. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's let's start with let's we have we have a couple of uh, comments. Talented okay. Housewife said, "Ogama, Ruf, longest time. Good to see you. It's Binta from Industrial Design Zaria." Okay. Well, hello to you too, Binta. Nice, nice to find you on a, on a creative platform, actually. So thank you very much for putting us together, <laughs> bringing us back. So, and as I said, I totally planned it. I really didn't plan it. I just found, I just knew that you are, um, I didn't know you're, you're Fulani. So even though Fulani are Kanuri slaves, but I didn't know you're Fulani. So, well, they're slaves. I think that argument is never going to end. And uh, uh, we don't have to have it here. And the world's Kanuri should get over that. <laughs> they should get over it. Most Kanuris are pretty because okay. of the Fulani in their blood. So let's just go on. Uh, I hope I'm not. I'm I'm you too. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Maruf, let's start with your motivation to start. You said your YouTube channel was an advice from your brother. So yeah, that's for the over? interactive wall. Well, it's yeah, going. But... It's it's going well. Actually, when it started, it was meant to be just uh, an art show online, just uh, something that I do uh, specifically with children. Actually, in the four corners of my room, my nephews and nieces, I bring them in. We do some activities just to keep them from doing the wrong things outside, of course. 
So from there, I felt that I needed a larger audience. And let's be honest, not everybody is a fan of kids, <laughs> mm-hmm. especially we here. So I decided to just involve the youth. And the best way to involve the youth is to bring about uh, creativity and entrepreneurship. Yeah. And I decided to just expand a little. Maruf's Interactive Wall introduced the uh, out and about. That's the videos you keep seeing me going to Bayes University and other places to yeah. go and meet people. If there's a gathering online, I try to register, go there, talk to people, find out what they think about certain things, especially things in, uh, things in our society right now, things that are happening. Uh, so... Basically, that's it. So people started actually uh, subscribing. I must say in the past four months, it's been very encouraging for me because I've been getting more subscribers. I've been getting comments and it's encouraging. It motivates me to actually do it. And like Nafisa said, it's very interesting to do something that you enjoy because uh, the truth is if you're going to do what you enjoy in Nigeria, it's like extra effort you need to put in. Even people who are in NCC and CBN that keep saying that they are earning much, trust me, if you ask them honestly, besides the money, are you really enjoying what you're doing? Many are not. I think the wrong people are in the wrong, the right people are in the wrong offices. You know what I'm saying? Yes. We don't have a system where um, your talent is going to be stimulated by companies mm-hmm. and people who are willing to sponsor. Uh, uh, Nafisa suggested something else. I think our universities need to introduce something where uh, whatever course you're reading, companies, industries, firms related to that course should be coming in uh, to take people for internship, advice, workshops, things that are going to actually groom you so you even know your path before finishing yeah. school. It's very frustrating finishing for five years and then you don't even know what to do. People say yeah. entrepreneurship. <laughs> there's no seed money. There's no motivation. There's no, you know, people get frustrated a lot. So I think uh, my brother asking me to do this was one of the greatest things that happened to me. And it's slow and steady, but uh, inshallah, I believe in a few years time, well, not the e-channel, but I'm going to have like a Nigerian version of that where actually people can come and express themselves, Mm -hmm. come and showcase what they have for free without Mm -hmm. actually having to start their channels. Because I think um, having interest is the main thing. Right yeah. now, many people keep telling me they want to start uh, YouTube channels. And mm-hmm. I tell them, okay, start. And they tell me, okay, how can they get subscribers? I said, it's hard work. You don't just start something and expect everybody to just come and start liking. You have to be putting things there, put things they like, attractive things, be creative about it, and hopefully everything will fall into place. Yeah, so for those of you who are just joining, Maruf, is the, he has his own YouTube channel where he discusses... like. Uh, uh, issues about youth in, in Nigeria, uh, and it's called I think what out, out and well and out, out and about, out and about, out, out and about. <laughs> yeah, M I W is actually Maruf's interactive Maruf wall. Interactive wall. I know about Maruf's so, interactive wall. Yeah. So any and form then, of interaction outdoors, whether it's an event, an occasion, a festival, whatever it is, that's the out and about episode. I actually go and meet the people. I, I don't bring them in. Yeah, so you can you can follow him on YouTube. You can check his page on YouTube. Yeah, he's of course. Great, he's doing great job. I think uh, you will learn some some. Oh, thank you so much for the encouragement. Yeah, the compliments. Yeah, that's true. So, yeah. Maruf, uh, you've of obviously you've been doing this at least two years now. There yes. Are, there must be challenges. 
what are the challenges that you face in case people who are out there they want to start their own channel or they want to start their own initiative obviously there are so many challenges so what are the challenges that you face and how did you cope uh, with these challenges okay you uh, there are challenges indeed first of all you know uh, having a youtube channel means you constantly have to be online you have to have social media presence because on different social media platforms you still have to be promoting your channel it's not just youtube and then you leave it there you mm -hmm. go on facebook you go on twitter you go on instagram linkedin every single post needs to be promoted so you have to dedicate time for that it's a challenge because and data is money it's not like it is for you, Nafisa. I know you're listening in Berlin. It may be different. There's Wi-Fi almost everywhere. Here, you have to actually buy that data. You have to find network to upload your videos. You have to... Uh, some people may want to start, but they, they are not even earning. So how do you expect somebody who doesn't earn to even have the data to put himself out there for people to see? So that's one of the challenges, actually, uh, data, which is data stroke money. And then, of course, content is a challenge people would think it's not it is you have to be creative you have to be thinking ahead many people are doing what you're doing so how else can you do it differently yes just like steve jobs said he's doing what every other person is doing but in a different way so that's why apple sold because it has this unique thing about it so you have to be very unique you have to be thinking ahead of your competitors because whether you like it or not especially in nigeria when you start something you're the pioneer it's great but trust me after a year or so many people jump into the bandwagon and they're even trying to push you out so you mm -hmm. have to actually try and be the person behind that will and what do you do creativity you have to think mm -hmm. okay what must I do since everybody's now doing this? Let me bring in something innovative that those people are not doing to keep my mm -hmm. fans and to bring extra fans too. You get what I'm saying? So you have to yeah. be thinking ahead. And what do I mean by this? You have to read. You have to be watching other YouTube videos. You have to be, uh, well, uh, watching TV, of course. And for me, I find inspiration a lot in uh, the cartoons that I do in my magazines the main inspiration i actually had to bring it over here this is it mad mm -hmm. magazine it's a magazine my dad introduced me to he's it's been on for 69 years now so you can know how long mad has been been going on so they have so much humor and creativity in them and from there i actually pick things and that's what inspired this interactive wall. as you can see it behind me i put in mm -hmm. piece found objects and pieces of other things to make sense you get mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Yeah. So from there, uh, as you can see, normally you would say this is not the way a Nigerian boy in Arewa should think. But like I said, you have to think outside the box. True. So I True. believe. Yeah. True. So talking about your artwork and um, the cartoons that you draw, how did you get yeah. inspiration or how did you start that like um, initiative of thinking to uh, make these illustrations? For example, I was talking with Nafisa earlier and she told me like she likes drawing since when she was little. But her own kind of drawing is different because she designs, she draws like clothing and, and, and stuff like that. But yours is like animation and uh, caricatures. So comics and... Yeah, yeah comics, yeah. Okay, so like, like, like I said, my best friend when I was young was the television, actually, Cartoon Network. As if it's, uh, I'm trying to touch fire. And I said, <laughs> yes, I am sure. And they said, okay, fine, go for arts. That was in SS1, 2, 3. And after that, I went for fine arts department. And, and then, I don't know now, but then I'm talking about 
early 2000s, it was very, uh, you, would, you didn't find Arewa people as in Northerners, House of Fulani, in fine arts department. The lady mm -hmm. in industrial design, Binta, you can ask her, it's actually true. Mm -hmm. We were like seven out of 40 something. So I'm just trying to tell you that it's not something our parents encourage and it's, it demoralizes the child at some point. So if it's his strength, let him do mm -hmm. it. He can still do office work. He can still be a civil servant, but he can still have that talent, which he can still use to do something on the side that keeps him going. So I'll advise parents to be a part of it. And I'd like to advise people who have talents to keep that spirit high. They should believe in themselves. They should mm -hmm. practice what they do. Nafisa said something very important. You don't have to wait till you have an iPad or a Wacom tablet before you start, before you go. You don't have to start digital drawing. You can use yeah. your drawing board. I just showed you some caricatures. These are caricatures regardless. You can still sell them. You can still put them in magazines. You know, you can get opportunities. Don't just let your dream die because you can't reach for the sky. You start from the ground. Mm -hmm. You don't just appear there. So they mm -hmm. should believe in themselves. It's a step-by-step -step thing. Gradually, they will find that uh, niche that they're looking for. If you have any question, of course, you can send him direct message. I think he replies very quickly. So last question, we're going to uh, conclude because it's already 10, 10 p.m. in Nigeria and 12 here. So um, okay. to, to conclude, Maruf, uh, back to the advice part, not to okay. just, not just to youth, but also to uh, people in power. How would you okay. advise them to listen to the youth and to listen to how the area of how the people in Nigeria should move forward. You see, the truth is, uh, Nafisa said something very important. It's significant. Mm -hmm. We need to call a spade a spade what it is. We don't have to keep going or beating about the bush because it doesn't help. Yeah. People in power, I'm not saying that they're not trying. Of course, they're trying, but they need to try a little harder and do things differently. I think we are just too relaxed. We have a lax system. We don't have a system where we can actually encourage, motivate, and provide means and facilities for people with special abilities, mm -hmm. superpowers, as I call it, to express themselves and do what they have to. You don't have to, some people, she said something important. Again, uh, you don't really, while you're in school, you can learn a craft something that you can actually do. There's an, well, right now in Kasu, I saw an entrepreneurship building. Uh, it's quite recent and people learned stuff there and skills. I think it's good. So this should be encouraged from secondary, primary, even primary school. Child, mm -hmm. Children should do it. Right now we, we have people, I don't know why, we, you, you ask your child what he wants to be. A carpenter is not different from an interior designer as far as I'm concerned because they deal with the same wood, they, they polish, they do this, and then you just change the name and, and you call yourself something different. Yeah. So carpenter is the one in Kasuambachi under the shed and the uh, and interior decor is the person in Lagos or in Abuja in, in the urban area. That's not it. A carpenter is a carpenter. A tailor yeah. is a fashion designer. Is, you know, you get what I'm saying? You get what I'm coming from? Yeah. So the people in power should look at these things and they should invest. They should put money out there for people to have access to start businesses and things that they actually fend for themselves at a very early age. Like she said, in Germany, they have that culture. Here, we don't have that culture. Anybody who goes into something is the last option because there's no other option for them. Yeah. So it should be something that they do and they love 
and they, they go for it. You don't have to be in a bank. You don't have to be working with a firm. You can be doing this and enjoying it and still earning. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. I'd like to say people in power should really take a look at it and, and give special uh, attention and regard to this. They shouldn't just see it as something that the uh, people who don't have, or should I say the less privileged do. Anybody can do it. A millionaire's son can decide to be a barber and he opens a barber shop and he goes and does his barbing and he doesn't care. Mm -hmm. You have to ha make them have access to such avenues like what you're doing right now. I know yeah. they, they don't have time, of course. Some of them will not even watch network news. But they should listen to the youth. They should watch such programs like this. They should, they should have meetings with the youth to know what people are doing. And this doesn't mean just the youth in the urban areas. Somebody was complaining the other time we had Northern Youth Summit. I, I understand where he was coming from. He mm -hmm. said the people we're supposed to talk to are in the village, in the rural areas, and we're here all discussing under uh, a canopy where they are not listening and watching. Yeah. They should be invited. They should be involved. There should be translation. If, you, if they don't hear English, they should be there when we're having such decisions. And have, because they hearing it from the horse's mouth is the best and it helps. Yeah. So these people, when we're having like a summit, for example, when you're around, we can discuss more about this. When we're having a summit, we should have provision for a whole row or section where people from the rural areas uh, in that state yeah. can actually come and air out their views, cry and say what is happening and tell what they're going through so that at least there can be that uh, meet and greet thing mm -hmm. where the rich and the poor actually meet. There should be that bridge. We shouldn't just go and have our meetings and decide for them. Mm -hmm. You get what I'm saying? I so communication is key and important. So let's have that. And then for the people in power, people in the government, they should uh, actually have more time to consider and look at what people, the youth, want for mm -hmm. their own uh, country. Thank you very much, Mario, for talking to us. Yes. Well.